He has been supplanted by Ron White. Yes. <laughs> Possibly the greatest hair in comedy. <laughs> is that your usual introduction? What about, yeah, greatest hair in comedy. That's what I'm usually looking for. I want people to acknowledge. The uh, Also, I have very nice teeth. And, um, and, I'm, and I'm wealthy. And he's a sharp so if, if you're looking for those qualities in a guy, over willing to look a, overlook a gut, you know, just to get past that to the... You've got hair, that, teeth, and money. Yeah, uh, you've got that that Teddy Kennedy hair thing going. I mean, uh, yeah, but you know, I don't have that Teddy Kennedy. Uh, I, I met one of the no, was the Kennedy? What was the guy's name? Uh, it was Maria Shriver's brother, Sergeant Sergeant Shriver? That no, that was her dad. Yeah, that was her dad. <laughs> when I was a little boy, <laughs> by the way, I always thought, well, you think with the president is your brother? I got to get, go to the. Captain, uh, at least. What, well, I was on a this. I was on the road one time, and my uh, my wife at the time called me and said, "said Guess what I won at a charity auction?" I'm like, "Win? <laughs> won something? You won something? A weekend at the Kennedy Compound?" I'm like, "How much to win that for? Twenty thousand dollars?" I'm like, "You didn't win <laughs> a trip to the Kennedy." So we went, and uh, Bobby picked us up at the airport with his uh, lovely wife. Young Bobby. Uh, yeah, Bobby. Literally. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not that old. Yeah, no, no this just happened about a couple years ago. So. Okay. Oh, wow. But uh, we ended up hanging out at uh, at their place, and um, I forgot why I was telling the story. That's uh, that's where I'm at right now in my life. I forgot why I was telling the story. That's why I should call my new album that. I forgot why I was telling the story. But it was important. I want to write that down so you don't forget. <laughs> yeah, jot that down for Yeah, yeah. You got a pen? Yeah, you, yeah. What were we doing? Uh, now, Ron, um, Ron White, you're also a uh, an entrepreneur. You have your own brand of tequila. I, yes, I do. And mysteriously, these uh, number one tequila cups. cups have been lying around here for years. Years? Not we, years. We haven't had the company that long. No. <laughs> Well, how come I keep seeing these? I, well, it was about, it was yeah. about last year. We had some of that in studio, yeah. and we all we all enjoyed it. Yes, we did <laughs> very, very much. much. Oh, we, we can we can duplicate that right now. I was oh, yeah. Pat out to get a bottle of it. Yeah, Alex Ramundo uh, and I are uh, uh, partners in this company. It's a tequila we've been drinking in Mexico for years, and it's never been available here. And we got here, and we just didn't like the way other tequilas tasted. And it was winning the competitions in Mexico, and that's hard to do because there's another 300 companies you've never heard of. Ooh. And uh, so we brought it here, and uh, uh, <laughs> we drink a lot of it. <laughs> have you, have you uh, gone off the scotch? Because you were kind of a famous scotch. Yeah, guy. right. No, I, I don't. I, I quit drinking scotch probably six years ago and started drinking nothing but this tequila. And it, and it was the, the problem with scotch is, and I drink a lot of it. Scotch is a depressant, so all alcohol is a depressant except for tequila, which is a stimulant. That's <laughs> that's true. It's very true. Look it up. Really? And uh, it's a completely different drug, completely different drug than any other kind of liquor. And uh, late at night, I would start to get morose, which makes nobody horny. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed that, but morose mm -hmm. doesn't work. And uh, tequila, you know, dance and dance and dance and dance. So that's a, it's a bit better. It's way better for you. You can, the agave plant is just crazy, uh, just how good it is. I mean, you burn your skin, just grab a hunk of it, rub it on there. It's better. So it's better for you to drink it, too. It's better. It's good stuff. And not, not just mine. Mine's just the best of all of them. Uh -huh. But okay, you can drink Well, anything. look at that. Speaking oh. of there, someone just brought in a, uh, a, a nice box containing good a stuff, bottle. Man. 
of uh, um, number Juan Tequila. Well, we entered the five biggest competitions in the country when we brought it here, and out of those five competitions, we won two bronze medals, two silver medals, and ten gold medals. Wow. Uh, the extra Añejo has never been beaten in a competition by anybody, ever. Nobody. Oh, that's nice. Now, um, just to go back one story. <laughs> you, you, I owe you $12,000, don't I? <laughs> that's, oh, no, no. no I, I, just, I was just thinking about something. I, sorry, I just I spilled over. I, you you won this weekend at the Kennedy Compound, and Bobby picked you up? Uh, Bobby picked me up. I was going to say, Schreiber, that the, his uh, brother-in-law, uh, that the guy... He, that we went out on the, they were like, down at the, you know, at uh, uh, Kennedy World, wherever it is, and uh, there the boats and stuff. Hyannis and, uh, Port. Uh, Hyannis Port. Hyannis Port, yeah, yeah that's, that's where it. Because I assume it would be very odd for someone to pick you up and you become the designated driver. <laughs> yeah, right. No, that, but the, I'm just saying, this guy Isn't was so unbelievably beautiful. Oh. And, uh, it, and, 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 and he was 51 or something like that, and just completely ripped. And never wore shoes or shirt. I wouldn't wear a shirt. I would own a shirt if I looked like that without a shirt. I would just <laughs> walk around with no shirt on. And uh, and I caught myself just gazing at him. It's like my relationship with Chris Helmsworth. I just can't quit looking at that guy. I never once in a while I'll think, you know, man... I'll be watching another movie just wishing Chris Helmsworth was in it without a shirt on. I'm like, what are you thinking? Come on, man. Stop it, Ron. Stop it. But he's just the prettiest guy. And uh, and everybody was, you know, you, you, I kind of thought, well, we're going to get there. This is going to be a, a prize people buy just for a donation to the charity. Sure. Uh, water keepers. And then, but nobody uses it. Because I know that John Paul DeJoria bought it five years and never went. So I'm like, well, we're going to be standing outside this big compound, knocking on the door, and they're going to be like, ah, oh, they showed up. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it turns out the Kennedys, really good hosts. You know, that's what they're best at is hosting. You know, they're, they're uh, hostess with the mostest. Did you bring some of your... Uh, tequila? Number one tequila? Well, I had my bus there, so yeah, there was tequila nearby. Oh, you drove in the, you went over there on the bus. Yeah, well, we were just up there on tour, kind of scheduled some dates around, stopping by the uh, Kennedy cool. compound. And you know, there's no gate to it. Not a gate. You just Not walk right. You can walk all. up to anybody's house. The the, uh, the president's house is still there. Bobby lives in Bobby's dad's old house, and Ethel is still there uh, in her house. Now she's got. You can't get too close to it, but it looks like wow. you could just walk right on up to it. And uh, but we had uh, dinner with her. I sat right next to her uh, at dinner at her place. And does she know? Is she familiar with your work? She is now. <laughs> <laughs> you told her the tater salad story without even her asking. Uh, no, I, I, I left out a lot of things. That. But uh, no, but she was charming and funny, and you know, it was just it was a pretty good experience. I, I thought Rod White, by the way, is on tour. It wasn't worth twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> that was going to be my next question. Ron White is on tour. It's uh, tonight at the Murat, then it's uh, the Michigan Theater in Ann Arbor. Also coming up, uh, Champaign, Illinois on March 1st. Ames, Iowa, St. Louis. Ames, Iowa? Yeah. Wow. Let's go. I, we'll be at Iowa State. Oh, you will? Yeah. That's the name you, right? No, you will. You uh, will. Oh, I will. Yeah. yeah. It's a great place. Oh, I, th I thought you said we will. Are you? Uh, I, I might have you got, never I go anywhere with me. I got I got young children. I got to hang out. <laughs> hang he out doesn't do them. anything. Don't worry. Uh, oh. Don't feel bad. I got, I'm, I'm busy. Now, Rocky, are you a, a 
men of population? Do you have any kids? Yeah, man. I got uh, four kids, and uh, my 11th grandchild's uh, doing wow. April. Wow. Wow. That's great. Yeah, my You're kids, uh, they like the sex. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm not even making this up. One time I took two, this was two years ago, I took two little ones to the Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago, and it was packed. I go, all right, guys, as soon as I said don't take off, and they were little, like they were like three and five, they both took off in opposite directions. Like, how, how do you come home with one kid? You know what I mean? It's like, ah. Uh, I got to pick one. Yeah, pick your yeah, favorite. Mm -hmm. The best, most potential. <laughs> so, uh, I know you're not supposed to think like this as a grandpa, but I had to make a decision. I go, I'm going to chase the skinny one because we can always catch up with the chubby one. <laughs> he's going to be running a little slower. And I found him over by the food court, so it worked sure. out okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Rocky Laporte is on tour with, uh, with with Ron White. Ron, how how much time do you go on tour these days? Every every year, I did uh, 112 cities last year. Oh, wow. I'll do another 112 this year. I, you know, I, I, the thing is, I I can't stay good at it. If I don't work, I, I'm not a, I'm not as good a comic. I got to stay mm -hmm. on stage all the time. You saw how my brain works just now. It fades <laughs> in, fades out. Some days it's really sharp. You've seen me come on this radio show and not even think of be able to think of one thing to say, because sometimes my brain just shuts completely off. And uh, so I just have to do a lot of stand up to be any good at it. And you know, people are still coming out in these big theaters, and you know, they deserve to be. Uh, spanked, and so for me to be able to spank them, I got to do a lot of I got to do a lot of sets. Now, can people try your tequila at all your shows? Is that something you've been able to get done? Hey, if if we sell it in that state, they can they they can go to taterstequila.com dot com and you will send it to your house. No kidding. Yeah, taterstequila.com dot com. Say it with me one time. Taterstequila.com. dot com. Taters tequila. Not you guys. I'm talking oh. about the people oh. at home. <laughs> I've got it here. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, so, so in that respect, it's available every. Everywhere. And uh, we'll uh, send it to your house, and uh, and it'll change the way you think about uh, about tequila. It's uh, and, and possibly life, right? <laughs> it's oh, yeah. a beautiful Time. bottle too. Yeah, you can pour it on a sunburn. It'll hurt, but <laughs> you can do it. It's kind of a waste. It's, it's good stuff. It's like those. It's like those life hacks that I find so annoying. What was the one the other day uh, you were talking about off the air? Life hacks. You know, in other words, instead of actually going out and buying suntan lotion, you know, you can take, you know, Yeah, you could make uh, Oh, I see. You can take cottage cheese and toothpaste and, and what? Just <laughs> no. go buy the... Like oh, all that homeopathic stuff is in now. Yeah. That's right. But there's so, a whole book of, of life hacks where you yeah. can do things that are, you can you pretty much get all this stuff store-bought. Yeah, uh, you, you can make your own cups out of clay from your backyard, or, <laughs> or you can go to Walmart and grab some cups <laughs> if you've got three bucks. It was windshield deicer. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. it was windshield deicer, and you, you made it with what denatured alcohol and. I must have missed that day. Yeah. I have no idea what you're oh, talking about. That works as well for windshield deicer too, right? I no, God no. no. <laughs> you, you pee on your windshield before you put this tequila on it. Yeah. Yeah. Again, again, my point is, if you're making your own windshield deicer. Because you can buy a really nice gallon of it pretty cheap. At Napa. Yeah, there you go. And, but you know what I have to I'm sure that the alcohol you're buying is probably twice as expensive, and the tequila would be very expensive. That's when you're really rich if you can put that stuff in that uh, squirter thing in your bus. Well, you could drink that and then pee with yeah. from drinking all that onto the windshield. Pass it through yeah. your kidneys yeah. well, first. Well, yeah, if you drink all that, you'll be peeing while the car's moving. <laughs> <laughs> and you won't care. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's not a de-icer, but I'm, but you know, it would work. It is alcohol. It won't freeze. I know that because uh, I tried to freeze it. 
I tried. To, I wanted to make ice cubes out of it so I could put a cube of ice of my tequila in my tequila. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to dilute it at all. Are you, are, Ron White's our guest, Rocky Laporte, uh, Carmen Lynch. Are you still smoking cigars? Yeah. No, no on stage? Uh-huh. Because uh, the last time I saw you live, there was apparently some kind of a dispute about the legality. Oh, there's always a dispute about the legality of me smoking. Has anybody ever walked out on the stage and made you put it out? No. They, you know what? I tell you, I was in <laughs> Portland doing an outdoor venue. And every time I do an outdoor venue, which is rare, I'm always mad because I don't remember saying I would do it. And I find that it's outdoors. And I'm like, because you just don't want to mess with comedy that way. You know, if it's, if it's a band, and just turn it up. You know, you're outside. Uh, comedy can go a little south on you. But... Uh, and the, the the state was on fire, and uh, the night for the show the night before was canceled because of air quality. I'm like, what happened between yesterday and today to make it okay for me to go out there? And they go, well, I, there's so many particles on them, whatever. So, and then I'm standing on the side of the stage. It can, you can't even see all the people because it's just the haze of all the fires. And uh, the and I'm about to light a cigar, and the guy goes, you can't smoke. I'm like, I can't smoke <laughs> while I'm standing in the smoke. I can't smoke. Your whole state. He goes, no, fire. you can't smoke. And uh, so I, I just walked out on stage, and uh, they said, <laughs> I said, they told me I can't smoke. And then I just stood there and waited for the laugh as people figured out that I'm standing in smoke, <laughs> the whole state's on fire. But if this cigar gets that way from me, there's no telling what could be going down. So. Um, yeah, no smoking. So still smoke. Yeah, I don't like I don't like going to uh, outdoor stuff as well. Sometimes with if it's daylight, it's too distracting and they can't focus. Mm -hmm. Right. I wait like to wait wait for the lights to go down and you can see what's see what's going on on stage. This. Well, you know what? I tell you what's even more common is people join uh, AA just for the stage time because you get to talk in front of those groups <laughs> of people and then and the, the, and the and some of them are really funny and then some of them go on tour just talking about being. Uh, sober. I had a, a brief bout with sobriety that I was able to overcome with the help of my friends and family. And uh, I was in rehab, and and uh, and I started going to AA meetings. And I'm like, this is this is great. I I I just didn't. It, it was there were so many women there, and uh, and I came up with this line. I can't remember what it was now, but it was uh, the the uh, the 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 odds are the odds are good, but the goods are odd. <laughs> About AA women, uh, but you get some stage time. You get to try some new bits, see if they work. I'm telling you, people did it they, they, because you, you, especially as a young comic, you can't get on stage in LA. I'd go to the Improv and just stand there, and uh, Bud Freeman would come up to me and I'm like, "Oh, here it comes, here it comes," and he go, uh, "Ron." Could you stand over there? <laughs> do you, uh, do you ever get back to Texas? To your roots? Uh, yeah, I live there now. I sold the place in Georgia wow. and uh, bought a condo in um, uh, in Austin. So I still live there, and then and, and, uh, I still have a place in L.A. I didn't know that. And uh, Do you still uh, have the business that you started in when you were... Uh Weren't you buying pottery in Mexico and shipping it up here? <laughs> oh, I lived in Mexico. I had a pottery... Let's call it a concern. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, was it was it like little like people with sombrero statues kind of thing or no? It was what we what we did was we took existing pottery, and uh, I was dating this girl that that would do break up tile and stick it on things, and it was really pretty. And she'd take it to these art shows in lieu of a job, and and uh, <laughs> she'd sell it in in 
three hours. It was really pretty. It took her six months to make five pieces, and like it's like okay, this is not a. And I uh, so I just started thinking one day, why doesn't somebody go to Mexico? There's an answer. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so literally, I, I moved to Mexico, and I have the biggest truck rider rents. And the biggest uh, trailer that they rent behind my van, all full of my stuff, and and I moved to Mexico. Four years later, I have the exact same equipment pointed the opposite direction, (laughs) headed back to uh, America. Well, that was stupid. (laughs) Some of my biggest mistakes were really well planned out. You know, they were just, I I had a goal, I had a reason, (laughs) I thought about it, and it was wrong. (laughs) End up sitting in the middle of it. But then, you never know unless you try. Right. Yeah. Have some tequila. Yeah. <laughs> and some of that probably still happening in your life, even though you probably. Have great and I don't even know it. I've, I've got things going on in my head right now That's that are probably point. as wrong as they can be. <laughs> now, do you have any hobbies? I mean, do you. Do you oh, yeah, I play a lot of golf. Play golf? Yeah, a ton of golf. Yeah, are you getting better? I'm probably as good now as I've ever been. You know, really? I play. Oh, good. Uh, I have a guy that watches my swing and. Uh, you know, I mean, I got a coach or whatever that uh, kind of keeps it on track, and you know, I'm, I'm okay at it. Do you have I'm, your own brand of balls or anything? Uh, I got my own balls. <laughs> uh, I, I, I thought so. They, I thought you'd lost those. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, oddly enough, I, 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 I tell you another story. But I'm not gonna <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm. Sorry, uh, we have Christy. Why don't we grab a couple quick news stories here, Christy? We got to find out what's happening. Anything unusual in the world? Um, well, did you hear about Chevy Chase? He had a little incident. I did hear about this. He almost got his ass kicked. Yeah, New York State Police report actor Chevy Chase got into a road rage incident in which he chased a driver, then got himself kicked. This happened February 9th near South Nyack, New York. Chase 74 told police he was cut off by another driver on New York's uh, Tappan Zee Bridge, and believing the truck had hit him, the actor followed the vehicle until the driver pulled over. Now, according to police documents, Chase realized there was no damage, but approached the driver anyway just to speak to him about uh, his Chevy's, reckless what, driving. What is he, 70 74, I said. Okay. Yes. <laughs> 74, picking fights. Yeah. yeah. I read a report that said the guy, wasn't. it wasn't actually a road rage incident. The guy was just upset for paying for cops and Robertsons. <laughs> <laughs> As he walked up to the car, one of the occupants in the car flipped him off, though. Che- uh, apparently, Chevy replied, if I were a lot younger, I'd bust your nose. One of the oh. individuals reportedly kicked him in the shoulder. That's a hell of a kick. Wow. wow. <laughs> well, they were still in the truck, I guess. In the food, dude. Wow. But still. Yeah, opened the door and kicked him right in the shoulder mm-hmm. if he was up. up like, Unless Chevy Chase is really tiny. Yeah. He was real tall. Yeah. He's like 6'4", I think. The truck's driver claims Chase tried to punch him first, which the actor said was not possible since he suffered a small fracture in his arm due to a recent fall. The anti Real fight. recent. Yeah. <laughs> right after he got kicked in the shoulder. <laughs> the unidentified I Chevy. I, kicker I, was cited for second. I, I even like his bad movies. I think he's great. He is very funny. I, I've met, I met him on a plane, um, not, I don't know, I'd say not long ago. It could have been 12 years, I don't know, because <laughs> uh, it all blends together. But uh, it just ended up going to the same place I was. I don't remember where it was. And, uh, and, uh, but we started talking. He, he was familiar with uh, with my work, which always shocks me if somebody famous knows who I am. And uh, 
And uh, you know, I, I I love I love his movies too. I think they're great. He had that uh, face surgery thing, and he ended up looking really strange for a while. But now it's all kind of loosening up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought oh, yeah, it looks better. It's starting to fit. Yes, <laughs> Ron, I, you've you've had some temper tantrums in your career. What? <laughs> Where do you hear this stuff from? You? I had a guy in the jaw and. Um, as hard as I could twice in uh, uh, somewhere in New York, Albany, New York. I just played the Palace Theater, and uh, we were going to go get something to eat. And uh, and it was a, t- a restaurant attached to the hotel, and my bus was across the street. Because I always stay on my bus. And uh, <laughs> this guy, this girl came over and started talking to us at our table. And I, I don't know her, for, you know, she, but she... She had her sister does stand up in New York, and Vic Henley was the opening act, and he does stand up in New York, and he knows her. So they were talking across the table. I just, if it wouldn't have been for that, I'd have shoot her away because I was trying to eat my crappy little piece of tilapia. <laughs> and uh, and uh, you must so do very well. She gets up and leaves, and she comes back, and she has her sister on the phone, and she's headlining a club that Vic and I headlined forever in uh, Columbus, Ohio. And so she hands the phone to Vic. She sits down next to me, and Vic can't hear, so he gets up and walks away. And uh, uh. and then a guy comes over to her. So some guy came up to me and asked me, a young guy, for an autograph. I said, I'm trying to eat right now. And, and uh, this guy comes over, pokes her in the shoulder, and says, get over here. And she gets up real nervous and walks over there, and I'm like, ah, man, what is this? And I see the guy walking over towards me, and... Uh, and he goes, how come you took took a picture with my girlfriend? You didn't take a picture with my son. But both of them are connected to this guy. And I don't know. I don't know anything. I don't know anything. But he was standing up, and I was sitting down. So I started to stand up, and he shoved me back down in my chair. Uh-oh. And I'm like, all right, okay. And so it was ugly. It was it was a nice place, too. Wine glasses, tablecloths. <laughs> and it all went flying. Ooh. And uh, I got up and shoved him. And he took a big swing at me and hit me. But not really with a punch. But... But hit me and um, left his jaw just hanging out there. And I'm like, all right, here you go, buddy. You, you can't leave your jaw hanging out there. And I just, boom, boom. And uh, so and he called the cops and filed assault charges on me or tried to. And the cops showed up. And I was like, oh, come he, on, he, man. The old Chevy Chase shoulder kick. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, it's hard sometimes. You know. So now you know, and, and that's why now I have to have police everywhere I go because it probably nothing will happen. But if it does, I can't hit people. Yeah. I, and and uh, you know, I'm 61. I don't I don't need to be getting in fights or anything. And and Pat, who's not very big, but my my guy Pat that drives a bus and and uh, manages my road stuff. Uh, he was he's a little guy in stature, but he was uh, he's a seventh degree black belt. And so uh, he actually got this guy in a sleeper hold from behind after I hit him. And uh, and then uh, the guy started tapping him on the arm, and he goes, this ain't the MMA. You're going to the floor. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, I'm glad I asked. Yeah, so, yeah. I get- you think, but you think Chevy Chase would know better. I mean, just, you don't pull over somebody in a, on the freeway after they've Well, he said the- he thought he was hit. He thought the guy had hit him. But- he also has, uh, apparently has a bit of a temper. 
Chevy was mad because the guy didn't recognize him. Mm. That's another thing. I bet he didn't. Yeah. I mean, if I you, bet he didn't. You, you wouldn't expect boy. Chevy Chase to, yeah. Especially out of context. And right. If, unless you, maybe if you'd watched Community, you'd recognize the yeah. 70-ish year old Chevy Chase. Yeah, but. These guys are probably, you know, younger. They, yeah. Well, he was famous on television in the mid-70s. That's what I'm saying. a series of he's, great movies. Guys so. weren't even born yet. Yeah, you forget what that you these guys still are alive, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I liked him on Community. I, I did too. I hope someone uses very him funny. again. He's very funny. He's got his. He's got that X factor. Like Ron, are you famous in any other countries? Have you ever been to Australia or England? Or uh, I, I did shows in uh, in uh, in London last year, but I'm not famous there. How did it go? Uh great. <clears throat> Excuse me. I I play like a 400 seat theater and. Uh, uh, and I'm murdered. Got really great reviews in the in the London Times, and uh, so I'm going to go back again this year. Uh, but no, you haven't been to Australia. But I'll call this. I'll tell you this is a pretty funny story. Um, uh, I, I I had to call and promote the shows because they don't play my stuff on TV, and, and uh, I called the uh, this radio station in London. This is what this DJ says to me. Wrong. Every time a celebrity calls our radio station, we always ask the same question. If you could have a conversation with anyone, living or dead, who would it be? And I said, living. <laughs> and he tried to explain it to me. He's like, no, what I'm saying is if you could talk to someone, what is that? Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> trying to make this funny. <laughs> I, I, I kind of hate, I kinda hate the standard question thing. Oh, but, yeah. Um, I don't know. Do we have any? I suppose we probably do. Yeah, so. you always ask musicians what their first band was. Oh, that's fun, though. And you ask famous people what the first thing they bought with their money. When they had money. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, you have a great question for comedians, though. Yeah. Just what was your first? About their a bit that they yeah, love. Oh, yeah. yeah that well, no one else likes. Yeah, that, and, uh, there's a st- the story behind that involves uh, George Carlin. We were talking to George, and um, the comedy wasn't coming, and it was getting more and more painful. And so uh, I said, George, do you have a, a, a comedy thing that you're doing that everyone hates except for you? And he went, oh, yeah. And he launched into this really funny thing that he'd been trying and no one would know. Everyone told him it's not funny. Don't do it. But I have since found that's a, almost every comedian has something that they love that nobody else does. They have a particular piece or a topic. I'm not going to force you to come up with one. <laughs> I love one. all my stuff. And the crowds, yeah. oh, they just eat it up. <laughs> <laughs> Ron is the um, um, uh, distiller, is that the word? Uh, the uh, proprietor of the brand called Number One Tequila. Uh, I don't know what I am. Yeah, um, and But, uh, uh, but it's uh, we, we got this thing called, uh, you, you can join, you can help us build this brand by going to uh, armyofwan.rocks. One is spelled J-U-A-N, J-U-A-N, by the way. Yeah, that yeah. was all Alex Ramundo's idea. Dot rocks? That's what it says here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's early in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Dot rocks, I don't know. It says you can go to... I, this is a new thing we're doing to, to help I'm us raise to, money. We're, we want to build our own distillery uh, because we can't make enough of this. We Our, our tequila is made at the ugliest dustiest nobody from the tequila tours ever go in it because there's nearly dead dogs laying around and fat people in dirty shirts and the but glasses. But the tequila's are, very good. It's tasty. <laughs> is off. The first time Alex took me there, I didn't want to go in. I'm like, I'm not going in there. Let me tell you how uh, marketing works. <laughs> yeah, here it is. I just, I just, yeah, it works. I'm just saying, we need a new one, so we're trying to raise money through Army of One. And, uh, it works. I'm, I'm there right now. Yeah. Army of One dot rocks works just fine. Yeah. Oh, it does. Yes, sir. Do you drink it 
it. You don't drink it on the rocks, do you? you no, I don't. I drink it uh, as you can see. I pour it into a cup and drink it out of the cup. And uh, quite frankly, I drink it out of the bottle too. So <laughs> you can drink it any way you want to. Okay, uh, it's the finest okay. drink. But Taters Taters Tequila dot com will ship it to you. Great. Okay, that's cool. Real quick before I leave, uh, I always like to say thank you to uh, to Tom for everything he does for stand up comedy, oh, and uh, he's been a catalyst for a lot of uh, careers and he's done it selflessly and he's always here and he's always supportive and uh and i guarantee you we uh, we all sell more tickets because of you and, and I, I thank you for that well, that's very kind ryan it's very gonna be kind. a great show the Speaking rest of you not so much <laughs> <laughs>